0: Welcome to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga, a teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's Word. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng Father, we thank you because I'm anointed to teach. Thank you because your people are anointed to receive. And together, faith is built up in the knowledge of the person of Jesus. I pray that tonight there will be such an anointing to heal the sick and to set the captives free in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Alright, so we'll continue with the hearing of faith. And this is part 5. The hearing of faith, part 5. Let's go to Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. Romans ten seventeen, which is almost like the foundation of the series. It says, so faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. Faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. So we first of all have established, I mean from the beginning, that faith comes. Okay, faith comes. So if faith comes, there is only one source of faith, which is the word of Christ, or the word that Jesus speaks to us. Now, very particularly this evening, I want to engage on the subject of faith for healing. Praise God. The subject of faith for healing because, you know, outside of what is going on um, around the world, two areas, I think three areas where people really um, need to work on their faith and need to really build their faith constantly and daily is in the area of provision. The area of faith for supernatural provisions, faith for healing, and faith for protection. Of course, there are many areas where we can use our faith, but these three areas are very strong and key areas. Let's go to Luke chapter 5, and we're going to see a scenario there in Luke chapter 5 and verse 14. Luke chapter 5 and verse 14. Let's, let's look at verse 12. Let's start reading from verse 12. While he was in one of the cities, behold, there was a man covered with leprosy. And when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and employed him, saying, or begged him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. So see how this man approaches Jesus. He says, if you are willing, he he, he um, comes to Jesus and says, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And he stretched out his hands and touched him, saying, I am willing. So, now this is key. We find out that Jesus is the express image of God. What do we mean by that? That Jesus is the one that reveals the character of god in jesus we see god's character clearly displayed you know the scripture tells us that jesus how god anointed jesus of nazareth that he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil right here in luke chapter 5 and verse 13 we see the willingness of god to heal We see God's willingness to heal. So that's why we can never start teaching people that God is using sickness to teach them a lesson. You see, because if, there are two things, right? If you say, well, God is using this sickness to teach me a lesson, two things are involved there. Number one, then you shouldn't go to the doctor. Because if God is using the sickness to teach you a lesson, then why are you trying to stop the lesson? If God is teaching you the lesson and He knows that you have learned the lesson enough, He will take the sickness out. So, if God is using a sickness to teach you a lesson, then you shouldn't be going to the doctor to get healed. Because then the doctor is trying to make you not learn what God is trying to teach you. You see the logic there. And number two, God cannot be teaching you uh, a lesson with a sickness and then you're also praying for Him to take the sickness away it doesn't work so the primary method by which God teaches the believer is through the Holy Spirit and then the secondary method by which he does that is through the gift of the uh, the gift of the fivefold ministers which is in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. now the Holy Spirit is the one who teaches us all things praise the name of the Lord but the key I want you to get here is the willingness of God to always heal us so we are not in doubt as um, when it comes to sickness, if God wants to heal. There are no ifs with God <laughs> regarding sickness. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, he goes on to say, Lord, if you were willing, you can make me clean. And he stretched out his hand. Now, one of the things we observe there very um, very particularly, please go, go back to verse 12. While he was in one of the cities, behold, there was a man. I want you to, um, I want you to follow the description of the sickness and this is very important because you you know sometimes we read these stories and we we rush over them you know one day i was listening to a message by uh, Kit moore and he was saying that he was in this service and they were teaching and he was just looking at his time oh you know like when are we going to go and everything and then the holy spirit asked him he said so when you leave this service now what exactly are you going to do like why are you in a hurry? I think that's the word he used. He said, why are you in a hurry? And then he was like, yeah, so I can go home. And then the Holy Spirit asked him, so when you go home, what do you want to do? You see, you realize that sometimes, even when we come to learn the Word of God, or when we're studying the Word of God, or when we're reading the Scriptures, we're so much in a hurry to finish that, right? So we can go and do something else. But the truth of the matter is that, in studying the scriptures in spending our life totally immersed in the word of god that's when we find the meaning of true life that's that's where the word of god becomes a to us now the reason i said that is you know where we're actually going tonight is verse 15 you know but the spirit of god drew my attention to something here that i want to bring out verse 12 again go back there while he was in one of the cities behold there was a man covered with leprosy. Now observe the word covered. Covered with leprosy. The some translations say full of leprosy. And when Jesus when he saw Jesus, sorry, he fell on his face and employed him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Now look at the action of Jesus in verse thirteen. It says, and he stretched out his hand and touched him. What does that tell us? Remember, we said he was covered with leprosy. His body was covered with leprosy. Now, if you wanted to minister to someone like that, you wouldn't want to touch them. You see, so we see not only the willingness of God to teach, to heal, but we see the compassion of Jesus. Praise God. We don't only see the willingness of Jesus to heal, but we see his compassion. The high priest who is touched by the feeling of our infirmities. Now listen to this. And that can help us in healing or in ministering to the sick or in receiving our healing if we know that God knows exactly what we're passing through. Jesus did not shield himself from this man. He touched this man. He had compassion on him and touched him and laid hands on him and touched him and said, I am willing. So we see that God is willing to heal the sick. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, let's never doubt the willingness of God for the healing of the sick. Let's never doubt that. Let nothing come into our heart. Let no experience come into our life to doubt the fact that God is willing to always heal the sick. Praise the name of the Lord. And immediately the leprosy left him. Verse 14. And he ordered him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing just as Moses commanded as a testimony to them. So generally, when you were a leper in those days, you were a bit excommunicated, and when you were healed, you had to present yourself to the high priest, and then the high priest had to see you, and then you presented all of those offerings, and you are admitted back into the society. And that's what Jesus did. Jesus asked him to go and make the offering, so he can be admitted. Now, go to verse 15. This is very important. But the news... About him was spreading. What news was spreading? The news that Jesus was healing the sick. Right. That's the news that was spreading. The news that Jesus was healing the sick was spreading. Now, and, but the news about him was spreading even further. And large crowds were gathering, look at this, To hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. So we observe something right here. That the crowds were coming to hear him and to be healed. To hear him and to be healed. We're talking about the hearing of faith. Why is it that they are coming to hear him and to be healed? As they hear Jesus, faith for healing comes. Praise the name of the Lord. As they pay attention to Jesus speaking and teaching, then faith for healing comes to them. It says, The crowd were gathered unto him to hear him and to be healed. So you realize something here, that the hearing of faith can release healing. If we pay attention to the words of Jesus regarding healing, John 6, 63, The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. If we would pay attention to the words of Jesus regarding healing, regarding divine health, what's going to happen? As we hear the words of Jesus, faith will arise in our hearts for absolute healing. And that's why one of the best ways to receive your healing is to hear... The messages regarding divine health. In fact, F.F. Bosworth said that a believer must feed himself constantly in the areas of faith and divine healing. Because even if he doesn't need it one time or the other, he will need it for someone else. Praise the name of the Lord. You see, God is trusting us not only to stay healed, but to minister healing to the sick. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, it says that many came to him to hear him and to be healed. Let's go to the the word here. It's a Greek word which means to give attention or to pay audience to, to understand, to give attention to give audience to, or to understand. I like the to understand part. They were not just coming to just hear, just make sure their ears are hearing some sounds. It's almost like they came to understand how and why Jesus was healing and to receive their healing. Now, I want you to understand that. They came to hear and to be healed. But the first thing that made them to come to Jesus was the fact that they were hearing that Jesus was healing. So you realize that the action of coming to even sit at the feet of Jesus started from the fact that they heard that Jesus was healing the sick. Now how do we know? Today, how can we apply that in our life? If you read the Gospels Matthew, Mark, Luke and John and you see the healing power of Jesus demonstrated, that is causing yourself to hear that Jesus is still the healer. And that's why it's important for us to get healing scriptures and put healing scriptures in our spirit. You see, when you put healing scriptures in your spirit, even when you're not sick, literally what you're doing is actually immunizing yourself against sickness so you can live in divine health, praise God. And that's very important. That's very important. It's important for us to understand that we can take the words of God and give audience and give ears to the word of God and hear the word of God and that can become the key to receiving a healing. Let's go to Proverbs, uh, Luke chapter 6 now. Luke chapter 6 and verse 18 to 20. Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6 and verse 18. Let's start reading from verse 12. And it was at this time that he went off to the mountain to pray. And he spent the whole night in prayer to God. And when they came, he called his disciples to him and chose twelve of them, whom he also named as apostles. Simon, whom he also named Peter, and Andrew his brother, And James and John and Philip and Bartholomew and Matthew and Thomas James the son of Alphaeus and Simon who was called the Zealot Judas the son of James and Judas Iscariot who became a traitor. (laughs) Verse seventeen. Jesus came down with them and stood on a level place, and there was a large crowd of his disciples. And a great throng of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon. Look at verse 18. Who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases? We found that again. We just finished reading Luke chapter five, now we're in, in Luke chapter six. The Bible says, "The whole of this crowd came to hear him and to be healed. Now, I'd like us to look at the priority of hearing Jesus first and then receiving healing. You know, most times, people do not connect hearing the gospel or hearing the word as the source of faith to receiving healing. And that's why, if you really actually go to um, most healing schools, I'm not talking about those run by prophets who take, uh, who most of them, most maybe are just focused on displaying how much power they have in healing the sick if you go to um a lot of ministries who run healing schools the first thing they do if they want to get the sick is to get them to hear the word since because the basis of healing is rooted in hearing jesus praise the name of the lord it's not just in following a man it's not just the man touching you It's about hearing the words of Jesus. Hearing from the mouth of Jesus that by his stripes you are healed. If you hear that from the mouth of Jesus, either by revelation or by the teaching of God's word to you, what's going to happen is faith is going to arise for healing. And you will be sure, without a shadow of a doubt, that you have received your healing. I, I believe that one of the areas that the enemy is attacking the church of Jesus right now is in the area of sickness. And we have to get back. I mean, we have to get back and deal with this thing. We, we have to come to that place where once again, we are big On healing. We are big on not only receiving healing, but we are big in ministering healing to the body of Christ, and we are big in living in divine health. Glory to God. So he says, Who had come to hear him, Luke chapter 6, verse 18 now, who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were being killed so we realize that these people came to hear Jesus and to be healed and we can do the same today when we are sitting in meetings like this or listening to messages like this that are that is focused on healing we can make up our mind that we would receive healing praise the name of the lord and not in, not not only that we set our mind that listen I'm going to hear and I'm going to get healed. It's the same thing about the woman with the issue of blood. You remember that? The scripture says she heard about Jesus. So what did she hear about Jesus? She heard that Jesus was healing the sick. Then she said to herself, If I can touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. So we cannot remove our hearing from our staying healed. Either getting healed, receiving healing, or staying healed. If we hear sickness all the time, and that's what we're hearing, and that's what we're hearing, if we're giving our ears to death and sickness, we will not be able to receive healing. We will not be able to stay in health. Praise God. So one of the things we must learn to do is to give our attention to healing scriptures. Give your attention to... To healing scriptures. Whether you are sick or not. Pay attention. Daily and regularly. To healing scriptures. Pay attention to healing scriptures. Get a hold of healing scriptures. And vaccinate yourself, immunize yourself. Praise mm-hmm. God. Get these scriptures deep down in your spirit so much it overflows into your body. And somebody say, Hey, Pastor, how's that possible? You know what the Bible says? It says, If that same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, what's going to happen? It'll quicken your mother body. The Amplified says it will revitalize your mother body. What does that tell me? It tells me that the Spirit of God on my inside can have impact on my mother body. Glory to God. And that's what happened to Enoch. The Bible says Enoch walked with God and was not. Death could not get a hold of Enoch. What's the reason why? Because the glory of God was in, Enoch, you know, I mean, this man walked with God, he fellowshipped with God until the point where death could not fasten its hold on him. And that's what God wants to do with us in this generation. That's what God, that's where God wants us to come. Come to again. Where we are big on the power of God again. Where we are big on the life-giving Spirit of God again. Where we know that the Spirit of God on our inside can have impact on our mother bodies and bring supernatural healing and deliverance and salvation to our bodies, even if we are sick. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, we realize this, that it is the same Spirit. Now listen very carefully. John 6, 63 says, The words I speak unto you, their spirit and their life. Now it is that same spirit that raised up Lazarus from the dead. It's that same spirit. It's not different. Yeah? It's that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. How many of you realize this right? It's not like <laughs> it's not like there's this massive, original, giant Holy Spirit. And then when it comes to our turn, Jesus gives us something inferior. No, it's one spirit. Hallelujah. It's one spirit. Glory to God. It's one spirit. And that's the, just think of it now, right? Meditate on that. Just think of this. That it's the same spirit, the same spirit that is dwelling in you right now, is the same spirit that raised up Lazarus from the dead. Is the same spirit that picked up Jesus from the dead. Is that not what we're talking about? That's what the Bible says. It says, if that same Spirit. Right. If that same Spirit. I cannot say the Spirit is the same if it possesses less power. Yeah? If it possesses less power, it can't be the same. But it says, it's that same Spirit, if that same Spirit, I beg your pardon, that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, it will quicken your mortal body. And so, we should come to the awareness, we should come to the consciousness that the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, that same Spirit, glory to God, lives in our bodies and it can have effect on our bodies it can drive away sickness and disease, and effect a cure in our body. And beyond a shadow of a doubt, we believe that that same spirit is at work in us. Praise God! And it can have effect on our bodies. And we need to meditate on these lines. We need to grow in the consciousness of these lines. We need to grow in the awareness of these lines. It it's, these things should not just be mental head knowledge. There should be things we know beyond, of a shat, beyond the shadow of a doubt that the same Spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead is right in us and it will have impact on our mortal body. Hallelujah. You know, I used to talk about this all the time. And I say this. These are the truths we should meditate on. And unconsciously, before you know what's going to happen, is faith will arise in your heart. Faith will arise in your heart. Faith will arise in your heart. And that sickness and that infirmity that's in your life, it will begin to diminish in size. You will see it and say, Well, I'm well able to take I'm well able to take control of this. I'm well able to handle this. Hallelujah. Alright, let's let's go on to Proverbs chapter four. And let's see something here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Proverbs chapter four. And uh, we're going to read from verse 20. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20. And in studying this, I found out that, (laughs) man, if people would pay as much attention as they would to a doctor to God's Word, they can receive a healing and a cure. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20. I want to read the New Living Translation first. It says, "My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Do not lose sight of them." Now, this is what I like about the Living Translation, the New Living Translation. He says, let them penetrate deep into your heart. Eh, 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 come on. This is not just like, yeah, I know God heals. Yeah, I read the healing scriptures. No, he says, let these words penetrate deep into your heart. You know when like, something is deep into your heart? I think one of the ways we can yeah, like, get that is when people hurt us. You know like when somebody hurts you deeply You can't really You can't really describe Where that thing is But you know it's deep on your inside How do I know sometimes If people hurt us deep on our inside We might look like we've forgotten forgotten that thing Right? And then something happens And like from nowhere That thing (laughs) That hurt and that anger Just rises Or maybe four years later You just hear that Oh they want to do good for this man I mean you just realize that from deep within you that heart and that anger over this person just does what comes out that's that's how god wants his word to penetrate deep inside of you it's almost like the word of god is so deep on the inside of you anytime satan tries to throw sickness at you something from the inside of you comes out revolting against it praise god you know many times i've talked with people and i say oh you can't, you can't use that word, or you can't use that language. And you know, sometimes I say, I, don't, I didn't even know when I said it. You know what? That word is deep inside of you. <laughs> Praise God. It's deep right inside of you. And God wants us, He says, let the word penetrate deep inside of you. Don't, we've just finished teaching on the parable of the sower, and you can request for that teaching. Don't just let the word of God penetrate, how will I put it? Don't just put it at the outside of your heart. Don't just sprinkle it there. Get it deep inside of your heart. Let it penetrate deep. And, and this is going to take effort. And that's what some Christians don't want. They don't want the effort to study the Word. They don't want the effort to listen to the Word. Oh, if the sermon is uh, 10 minutes longer, ah, it's too long. They want something quick. And yet they want all the results of the world. And that's practically impossible. You cannot be casual about your spiritual life and expect to have serious results. You cannot be casual about your meditation on health and expect to walk in absolute divine health. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, look at this. My child... Pay attention to what I say. So, there there are a set of instructions. There are things that God wants us to pay attention to. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep. (laughs) Glory to God. Into your heart. For they bring life. To those who find them. And I like this. Healing to their whole body. What's going to bring life and healing? The Word. What Word? The Word that has penetrated deep inside of your heart. I like what it says. It says they will bring. They will bring. It's like the analogy we gave gave before about the capsule. Right, you've got this capsule, and what is really curative? It's inside is the powder in the capsule, right? And then there's this shell that makes up the capsule. And when you take that capsule, the curative, the curative substance, which is the white substance inside, it's what's bringing healing. And that's exactly what the Word of God does. Healing is wrapped up in the capsule of God's Word. And if you keep meditating on the Word of God, you know what's going to happen. He says it will bring healing. Glory to God. It will bring health. And I like the way the New Living Translation says, He says it will bring healing to your whole body. That means it doesn't matter where that sickness is in your body, the Word of God will find it and will release healing upon it. Glory to God. It doesn't matter how long it's been in your body, the Word of God will bring healing and what do you have to do listen to the word of god carefully pay attention to the word of god meditate on it let it get deep inside of your heart if you're still in doubt whether the word of god is working it's not yet planted deep praise the name of the lord jesus it's not still planted deep because you know what the enemy is going to come and shake you out of your healing the enemy is going to come and bring those symptoms back you need to stand your ground And dare him and say, no, in the name of Jesus, Jesus took my pain and my sickness on the cross. And therefore, I receive my healing and I stand healed and I'll stay healed. Praise God. Now, um, I was listening to uh, a preacher the other day, uh, Brother Keith Moore. And he was talking about another story about Brother Hagin. He says, the Lord appeared to Brother Hagin and told him to rebuke sickness and diseases from people's body now listen carefully to this and uh, so they were in this meeting and brother Hagen praying over this brother the brother was bent you know like bent over and he was praying over this brother and he said uh, the Lord had showed him a vision about the brother getting healed and so he met the brother and laid hands on the brother and said these words try and see if you can stand up and the brother tried to stand up he couldn't and laid hands on him again. And said, try see if you can stand up. And he tried. He couldn't. Laid hands on him again. Said, well, try and see if you can stand up. The third time, nothing happened. So, the, you know, just prayed for him. And the brother started walking away and was praying for other people. He says, but the Lord opened his eyes. And he saw the Lord Jesus standing where he was ministering. And, you know, it's almost like how the communication is. And he was, Brother Higgin was telling the Lord, well, I prayed for him. And he didn't, you know. Get healed or something And then he says The Lord Jesus told him I said If you cast out The spirit of infirmity Which was responsible For this sickness He will be healed And he says But I did He did not You know Jesus said the same thing to him. He said, but I did. He did not. And Jesus said the same to him. And he said, almost the fourth time he said that, and he said he could see fire in his eyes like, you know, when you're trying to tell somebody this thing works and the person does not agree. And he says, listen, I say, if you cast out the spirit of infirmity, he will be healed. And, and, and that vision disappeared. And it dawned on him. I know some of you listening to this story can't tell where he failed. But if you listen to the story carefully, you can tell where he fit. And it dawned on him when he told the brother, after praying for the brother, he says, "Try and see if you can walk." You know that word right there? Try. Try and see, meaning that there's a possibility he, he might not work. The word of God, we don't need to try it. it's tried already. And so the next, and, and, and he said, and the brother was going, and he called the brother back, and rebuked the spirit of infirmity, and said, stand up, and walk. And the brother walked. And I said this, you know, every time people ask me the question, why is God not healing me, and, and, and all of that, I don't know. But you know what I know? God heals. 100%. If I lay hands on 100 people and 99 fall dead. You know what I'm going to do the next service? I'll keep laying on hands. You know why? I know the word of God works. I know there's healing in scriptures.
1: Hallelujah.
0: My faith in scriptures is absolute. It's not debatable. Glory to God. And so we're not trying the word. We know when we rebuke the spirit of infirmity, it leaves. And i thoughts. taught, um, I'm sure those of you online, they're going to put a link Right on the comment page where you can download our healing classes. I've taught on sources of sickness. Some sources of sickness are demonic. And if you want to get them healed, you cast out that devil and then the sickness will leave. Some are natural, through stress. If you've overworked yourself, you know, uh, you can get stressed and all that. So, we're not saying all sicknesses are uh, demonic inflicted Some are because you're not looking after your body properly you're eating junk and the rest and all that but whatever the cause is jesus is the healer amen all right it says let's let's read it from the new american standard bible thank you lord jesus my son give attention to my words incline your ear to my sins do not let them depart from your sight Keep them in the midst of your heart. Praise God. For they are life to those who find them. Now, some translations literally say, For they are his life to those who find them. And health to all their body. Do you realize, Immediately after the scripture, Immediately after that verse, The next verse now says what? Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Praise God. Now, the word health, in the Hebrew there, when it says, uh, health to all your flesh, the word health there, in the Hebrew, is mape. M-A-R-P-E. M-A-R-P-E. It means curative it means medicine so we can actually replace we can actually replace that word with medicine and it's medicine to all your body it's medicine to all your body god's word is medicine hallelujah and, and you know what i like there's no overdose to it and there are no side effects to it. What, how do you think your life would be if you have two, three healing scriptures you meditate on every day? Morning, afternoon, evening. And you do that for 10 years and 15 years and 20 years. Man, your body is going to be immune to all kinds of sickness and disease. Glory to God. It's medicine. It means curative or medicine or cure, deliverance, healing. Placidity, remedy. It's a remedy. It's a cure. God's Word is curative. God's Word is medicine to our flesh. Listen, God's Word will literally impact our human body. It will revitalize our human body. It will bring life to our human body. And I keep saying this when people say that. I say, listen, have you not read in the the book of Psalms, when he talked about the children of Israel, he says he led them through the wilderness and there was none feeble among them. How did he keep them that it was none feeble? He kept them by the spirit. And you realize we say, well, that's Old Covenant. Now, it doesn't make sense to me, right? That in the Old Testament or in the Old Covenant, people lived long and lived healthy and lived sound. And then we come to the New Testament and we're all sickly. And yet, we will go on to say, well, this New Testament is on better promises. It doesn't look, you know, how many of you realize that that doesn't doesn't look better? No, it doesn't look better. A thousand times, no. So it means that we are not exercising our faith as much as we can regarding where healing is concerned. And what do we do for having challenges with that? Is to go before the Lord and ask the Lord, Where am I missing it? Where am I missing it? Hallelujah. Because God wants us whole. He is willing. That's what we read. If we approach the Lord tonight and say, Lord, if you're willing, He, he would stretch His hands and say, I'm willing. He is willing. In fact, we know He's willing because over 2,000 years ago, He shed His blood for us to get healed. He shed His blood for our salvation. He shed His blood for our total redemption. The redemption of man is total. Spirit, soul, and body. Nothing missing, nothing broken. We aren't going to have a saved spirit, a sound soul, and a broken body. A thousand times no. Our spirit will be sound. Our soul will be sound. And our body's glory to God will be sound also. Because that's God's plan for our life. Praise God. And that's what we believe. And that's what we lay hold of. Thank you Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Governor I said hallelujah. So it says it's medicine to our flesh. So God's Word can impact our body. God's Word can revitalize our body. God's Word can take away pains from our body. As we hear, we receive our healing. And we can believe God for healing tonight. Glory to God. That everyone who hears can receive their healing. It's the same Spirit. It's the same Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Go to Psalm 107. Praise God. Psalm 107. Psalm 107 and verse 20. The NIV, Psalm one o seven twenty. The NIV says, He sent out His Word and healed them. What did He send out? His Word. His Word. He sent out His Word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. So, the word of God that they heard rescued them from the grave. That means rescued them from the point of death. Nothing gets people to the grave closer. Nothing gets people closer to the grave than sickness and disease. I'll repeat this again. Sickness and disease is not God's will. Hallelujah. It's not God's will. If it's not God's will... Let's, let's just agree that we have to deal with it. It's not God's will. God wants us perfectly whole. I mean, we look, around, we look at what's going on around the world today and we, we don't even need anybody to tell us this cannot be God's will. People losing their jobs, people getting stocked up in homes and, and businesses crumbling. It, it doesn't look like God's will. So sickness is not God's will and we must treat it as such. We mustn't pet it. We mustn't manage it. We mustn't... No, no, no. Come on. It doesn't matter how you're feeling. You tell yourself, I know this is not God's will for my life. I know this is not the perfect will of God for my life. It doesn't matter what the diagnosis of the doctor is. It doesn't matter what the health expert says. We know the will of God. Praise the name of the Lord. And the will of God is that we will live in total soundness, spirit, soul, and body. Praise God. The New Living Translation says, He sent out His word and heal them snatching them from the door of death and why I like this particular translation is that it does not matter if the doctor says this disease is incurable God's word can snatch you from the door of death hallelujah it doesn't matter if the doctor says well we can't find what is wrong with you God's word is the master snatcher it will snatch you from the door of death it will make sure that you don't die. It will make sure that you will live. Glory to God. And how do we get this thing into our spirit? Pay attention to God's word. And it will bring healing with it. It will bring salvation with it. It will bring, the, uh, it will bring healing from destruction with it. Now, the ESV, the English Standard Version says, He sent out His word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. It doesn't matter the virus or the uh, bacteria or the disease that is trying to destroy our bodies. God's word is a master cure. Hallelujah. God's word is the master cure. You know, one of the things I did, I think it's in one of the series where you'll get the link to listen to. But one of the studies I did many years ago was to go through Matthew, Mark, Luke and John and list out all the diseases that Jesus healed. It was an interesting study. In fact, the one that got to me a lot more and since that day, I mean, since I got a hold of that, uh, I can count a f- few times where I've been down with fever but I know that Jesus touched Peter's mother-in-law and the Bible says the fever left her instantly. And then I took a hold of that because you know, one of the most common diseases in Nigeria here is fever. And so if you are somebody who is always down with fever, right? Regardless of the brand of fever now. Whether it's typhoid, whether it's malaria, whether it's Lassa fever. Whatever brand of fever, <laughs> or whatever fever baby you have, that scripture can be your medicine. That Jesus touched Peter's mother-in-law and the fever left her immediately. In fact, the fever left her immediately that she got up and made food for them. And in my mind, when I was studying that scripture, I was thinking like, maybe this is the only woman that can cook around. And Jesus, <laughs> and Jesus had traveled. Man, you know how it was. There was no car, maybe donkey, boat ride, storm, wave, with Peter and all the guys and they had finally come. Man, let's go to... Mother-in-law's house. She knows how to prepare this dish. And then they just get to the house. And the woman has fever. Like, no way. This fever is going to keep all of us in hunger. My friend, get up. (laughs) Jesus couldn't have said in Jesus' name. So, but, he he just held her. And she stood up and went to give them food. Glory to God. Now, let me tell you something. The same way Jesus said to her to get up. That's the same way this Word is written. If you are reading healing scriptures, don't see it like I am reading a scripture. See it like Jesus is speaking to you. Because John chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word and the Word was God and the Word is God. It's the same Word. Now let's let's look at a um, a scriptural promise. Um, Jeremiah 33 verse 6. Jeremiah... Chapter 33, verse 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jeremiah 33, verse 6. Keep feeding yourself in the lines of divine health and healing. Keep keep it. Don't wait till old age. Get healing scriptures right now. Meditate on them. Immunize yourself. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Immunize yourself. Jeremiah 33, verse 6. Look at this. I like this. It says, Behold. I will bring it health and healing. I will heal them and reveal to them the abundance of peace and truth. Come on, you can take this as Jesus speaking to you. That I'll bring healing to you. And I'll reveal to you the abundance of peace and truth. So, when I take healing scriptures, I would... (laughs) Man, come on, this story is coming up in my mind a story that uh, Brother Jerry Xavier said. He said there was a man who had almost like an incurable disease, and the doctors have given up on him, and they, they studied uh, Proverbs chapter 4. Uh, God's word is God's medicine, and, and the Lord instructed him. He says, go and meet this brother, and every time he is about to eat, you know, before he have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, open healing scriptures. And, you know, what they did is, it was funny, but it was good. He said, literally, Read the healing scriptures. Read them as if you're reading them into a spoon. And put it in his mouth and feed him. And make sure he does that three times a week. I believe that was done just to help the man's faith come up to really see that this is medicine. And they did that. And after a while, guess what happened? The man got up from the bed of sickness. Hallelujah. All you can do, take three healing scriptures. Take three healing scriptures that the Lord reveals to you. Go through healing scriptures. Take one in the morning, take one in the afternoon, take one in the evening, meditate on it. Don't even tell yourself, I, I hope this thing is working. It will work. One day you would realize that our sickness is no more. One day you just realize it's gone. Like that, it's gone. You're not taking healing scriptures and looking. You know that's how some of us are. We take healing scriptures, we check. Is it gone? Ah, it's not gone, it's still there. Ah, Jesus, I hope this thing is working. No. No. You know, I, I mean God has been very gracious to me, I walk in divine health. But you realise something. It's it's when I'm teaching a subject like this and I look back and I'm like, Oh, when last was I sick that I try to count when last I was sick. It's it's just normal to just keep living and keep living and keep living and keep living. You know, and I'm not taking in healing scriptures because I'm sick. I'm just taking and taking and taking. And before you realize, you have loaded your heart so much with healing scriptures, that disease cannot fasten itself on your body. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, behold, Jeremiah 33, 6, I'll bring you you the health and healing, and I'll heal them and reveal to them the abundance of peace and truth. Mark chapter 5 verse 27, we realize that the woman with the issue of blood heard about Jesus. She heard about Jesus and then she made the move to go touch Jesus. You cannot receive healing if you have not heard about healing. And this is, and I'll repeat this again. I know I've said it a lot of times in this message, but I'll repeat it again. You don't need to meditate on healing scriptures only when you're sick. You know, for instance, when I say, we have a healing class. yeah, oh, thank God, I'm not sick. Let all those people who are sick go for a healing class. No. No. A thousand times, no. You are vaccinating yourself. You are immunizing yourself. Hallelujah. You are taking God's medicine. And you realize if you take it long enough, sickness will not be able to fasten a grip on you. The symptoms will come and you will walk away victorious. Praise God. Okay, let's do one more last story tonight. Acts chapter 14. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we are believing God tonight that His healing power will flow in Jesus' name and cause pains and sicknesses to disappear in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In that same spirit. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if He healed before, He would heal today. And He will still heal tomorrow. Amen. Acts chapter 14. I like this story a lot. Verse 8. Thank you, Jesus. I like this story a lot. It typifies exactly what I'm teaching tonight. At Lystra, a man was sitting who had no strength in his feet. I want us to use our mind to picture this man. Use your mind to picture this man. A man was sitting who had no strength in his feet. Lame from his mother's womb. Who had never walked. So he was called a man. That means he was not a child. He was a bit old. A man. Maybe in his 30s or 40s or 40, 45. But he has never walked. There was... Look at this. Pay attention to this. He says, There were no strength in his feet. So pay attention to that. There was no strength in his feet. Lame from his mother's womb. And he had never walked. Verse 9. This man was listening to Paul as he spoke. You know, if you have people like this in our society, they will not come to church to listen. <laughs> what would they do? They would carry a bowl. Sit in front of the gate. Don't use your sickness as a point of begging. You'll never get healed. Are you following this? Don't use, oh, you know, this is my condition. No, 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 don't, this is my condition. No, 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 no don't use that. <laughs> it's not a source of income, it's not a multiple stream of income. I know sometimes it can be overwhelming. And you want to request for help, all of that I mean, you're free to ask people to help you But you know, like the man at the beautiful gate And we find out all around us In our continents Find people, some of them don't even have Just a little bit Challenged in their hands Or their eyes, or their feet, or something What's what's the next thing they want to do? They want to ask people For money And why did I bring that example? This man had this condition. But he came to where Paul was preaching. He didn't come to ask Paul for anything. He was listening to Paul speaking. Listening to Paul speaking. Look at this. The man was listening to Paul as he spoke. Who when he had fixed his gaze on him. And had seen glory to God. That he had faith to be made well. How did this man get faith? He was hearing Paul preach. He was listening to Paul. Fixed his eyes on Paul. You know, I I tell people many times, when we are teaching the Word of God, don't be distracted. Pay attention. You cannot tell, glory to God, the possibilities of listening to the Word. The Bible says in one day Jesus was teaching... And the power of God was present to heal. You can't tell of the impartations that come upon your spirit when you hear the word. Don't be distracted. God will... I mean, God is working things out for you. Hallelujah. God is working things out for you. Many times I do that all the time. Sometimes I just get all my messages, load them up, and just feed myself. And just... just listen listen i listen to my mentors i just listen what am i doing i'm feeding my faith and i tell you many times after i've done with that dosage of feeding myself faith comes that's what happened to this man right here the man was listening to paul as he spoke who when he had fixed his gaze on him and had seen that he had faith to be made well but the point is how did this man Um, get this faith. Where did this faith come from? This faith came from the fact that he was hearing Paul teach. So when the man was hearing Paul teach, faith was coming. Praise God. Then he goes on to say, Thank you Lord Jesus. He said with a loud voice, Stand upright on your feet. And he lifted up, glory to God, and began to walk. You remember what we said about the man? When we started... There was no strength in his feet. So listen to this. Where did this man get strength from? You know where his strength came from? His strength came from when Paul says with a loud voice, Stand upright. He says, Stand up on your feet. That command can only be given to people who have got strength on their feet. Now, this is what I want you to think of. And this is how I think of healing. Imagine... If that man is to go to the doctor and they wanted to treat him, you know what's going to happen? Probably they would give him artificial limbs, give him injections, uh, give some operations, get a therapies. He would learn how to work. It would take thousands of naira or dollars. It would take time. It would take a lot of professionals coming A lot of drugs. Praise God. But that same thing happened by Paul speaking just four words. Stand upright, five words, on your feet. What those doctors would have done. What those scientists would have done. What those drugs would have done. Those things were done exactly the same when Paul spoke. And you know what the Spirit of God is present in my heart? Paul said it with a loud voice. He commanded that man to stand. We cannot be apologetic if we want to get people healed. Praise God. We cannot say, you know, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray. I mean, we've got to command diseases to come out of people with a loud voice. Rebuking Satan and commanding pains to leave and commanding healings to be perfected. Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But I'd like you to see this. That the man was listening to Paul. And as he was listening to Paul, Paul perceived that he had faith to be made well. And Paul spoke. And the man responded. The man leaped on his feet and began to walk. Strength came from heaven. And that's why I believe that the healing power of God can have effect on our natural bodies. Hallelujah. When the man heard these words, strength came from heaven came on his legs and he began to walk. And it's the same thing tonight. The power of God can come upon us and minister healing to us. And it will have effect in our natural bodies. Praise the name of the Lord. The power of God flowing in our bodies can effect a cure and a healing. I don't want us to underestimate what God's power can do. Thank you Lord. I don't want us to underestimate what God's power can do. And I want us tonight to believe Supernaturally, for all those listening, that they would receive healing from any kind of disease. Praise God! And those who are not sick, I mean, they will just be immunized and vaccinated. Hallelujah! Because the same Spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in us, and it will quicken our mortal bodies. Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, let's be on our feet. Let's just pray. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We come into agreement in the name of Jesus. For everyone listening, we come into agreement tonight and we just release the healing power of Jesus. We just release the healing power of Jesus. We command sicknesses and diseases to leave in the name of Jesus. We command sicknesses and diseases to leave the people of God's body in the name of Jesus. We just release healing right now. We release the healing power of Jesus. We command people to be healed right now from every form of sickness and disease. We command everyone who is listening to this broadcast and tuning into this broadcast right now. We command the healing power of Jesus right now. Say that. Take your hands up God's people. We minister a healing and a cure. We command all forms of disease, all forms of pains, all forms of incurable diseases, headaches, migraines, blood issues in the name of Jesus. We stand in agreement tonight and we pray that as many as will listen to this broadcast, even afterwards in Jesus name, we just release the healing power of Jesus. And Father we give you all the glory And all the honor In Jesus mighty name we pray Thank you for listening to Word Connect With Pastor Maxwell Ogaga We encourage you to share this message With your friends and loved ones For more information and free downloads Please visit www.pastormax.ng We would like to hear from you Send us an email info at pastormax.ng or you can call 0805-888-7575 God bless you.